everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk podcast. We are back with you for a very special show about jocks. Uh, you can thank our one of our most recent guests, Jonathan, for that. Welcome, Jonathan. Thank you. Good to be here again. It's great to have you again. I know many of you out there enjoyed his show, so we definitely got him back. And then we thought, I thought, who else could we get to talk jocks who love them? And I thought, oh, got the perfect people. It is Jim and Snatch. Welcome back. Nice Nice to be back. Yes. Yes, it's nice to have you back. It was, your show did very well, too, because you brought up so many things us in America don't think about. And a lot of people were like, oh, my God, they can't get stuff. Oh, my God. What? What? So it was great to get a different perspective in the underwear world. We are talking jocks, so if you're familiar with our thong show, this is basically the same thing, but dedicated to jocks. I know we have a lot of people around the world who love the jock strap for various reasons, working out, uh, everyday wear, or just fun wear. So we'll kick off our conversation, and first off, we'll go the easy question, why do you love jocks? We'll start with Jonathan. Uh, for me, why do I love jocks? Uh, I think it's primarily, let's say, two reasons. The first one being, uh, I think they're really comfortable. I think, bec- like, as a man, obviously, having the pouch keeps all your, like, junk in one sort of place. Um, and then, of course, from, like, the back perspective, it does, like, I suppose, keep your your ass sort of, like, airy. So it kind of has, like, a functional part to it. Uh, and then the second reason being that I always find when I wear a jock strap, I just find it very, like, hyper-masculine. Because it obviously shows off, like, your ass, but then has your, like, junk, like, concealed. So I always think it, like, has a lot of, like, there's not a lot of material, but it shows the right stuff you want to, let's say, showcase. Um, And for me, that makes me feel very sexy. So I think it has functional and then also, like, a sort of an emotional connection to it. Nice. Yeah, that sounds like some two very good reasons to wear jocks. Mm -hmm. And our favorite South African guys, why do you two love jocks so much? Because you two post a lot of pictures in jocks. So why don't we start with Jim and tell us why you love jocks? Um, I'd have to say I love jocks because they, they're functional. They mm-hmm. give you the range of motion that you want for when you're doing certain, <laughs> certain activities. And also there's a, a sort of sexiness confidence booster about them. Nice. Because when you wear them, you can't help but feel sexy and confident. That agrees. Very true. Very true. What about you, Snatch? Why do you love jocks? Um, I would say for, especially when like for German stuff, it's the support it gives because it gives you support in like in the front just for like to keep everything in place. But it's still, it's not like a box brief or it's got material everywhere so it's hot and it gets wet and it's sweaty and so yeah that's one of the reasons why i like it and i just think it's sexy like i've been working on my ass so why not show it off there's (laughs) no better way to show it off than either a jock or a thong i'm just saying it just puts everything out there yeah Yeah, and like jonathan says it highlights all the 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 parts that you want highlighted, it gives you support if it's made correctly. Mm-hmm. And it gives a little bit to the imagination. <laughs> yeah. True. Yeah. It it 
covers what needs to be covered and doesn't what doesn't need to be covered. It's kind of like I think before thongs got really big in the last couple of years, it was kind of the go to for guys wanting to show off a little bit because they've always had a good following and people love them. So nice. Very nice. So where do you guys wear your jocks? Are you wearing them to the gym because they're originally created for being athletic and sports? Do you wear them like regular underwear? Or do you wear them to like fun, sexy times, we call it? When do you wear it? We'll go in reverse order and start with Snatch. I wear mine, I don't know, like it, I wear mine anytime I want. Um, I wear, I, I'll wear it to the gym if I'm going to, yeah, like if I have a tight on and then I, I'll wear it to work. If I really like my 60 pair, I'll wear out when I'm on a date. So, yeah, I, I wear it anytime. If I feel like a jock, then that's what I wear. Good deal. What about you, Jim? Where do you wear jocks? I'm the same. I wear it to gym, especially I especially love wearing them with a pair of tights because then it gives that if it's a, if it's tight enough, you can see the straps through the tights. So it gives that mysterious feel about it. And also wear it every day, especially like wearing it under shorts because uh-huh. it gives you that little bit extra bit of fresh air if the wind blows in the right direction. <laughs> and also the sexy ones wearing out on date night or just around the house. Very good. Yeah, you're one of the, the ones who like the jock look under tights. We have so many boys. We just recently had the spandex show where it's like, you got to wear a thong under. You don't want any lines. But, you know, you bring out certain guys like the lines under the tight. So it's kind of different sexy so it's good to hear you're wearing the jocks under the tights so very nice very nice and what about you jonathan i know you wear different underwear for different things so where do you wear your jocks i'm kind of similar to the boys in the sense that i do kind of wear jocks when i feel like i want to wear them but primarily uh i guess through my own history of underwear i always wear a jock when I'm working out so if I go to the gym or like I'm going on a run I'll always wear a jockstrap um and then also when I want to have that fun sort of sexy time it's usually it's primarily a jockstrap or a thong and I have worn uh like a jockstrap to like work or like going out with friends that was more like sort of spontaneous but for me it's primarily athletic and or sexy fun time oh nice so you you go for the dual use of sexy time and the gym nice I think I think one of the best things about jocks that I think people can relate to is that it's it, it's quite like multifunctional. Mm-hmm. So like it does have a functional part to it, but it also has a, you know, sort of a bedroom vibe to it, which I think makes it unique in its own way. Definitely. I think jock straps, like they say, started out for sports, but the design is it's, it's the best way to describe it. I can under, let's put it this way. I can understand why. Gay men took to jocks back in the 60s and 70s because, you know, it just shows everything off. It's it's sexy. Let's just face it. Yeah. Jocks are sexy. So, yeah. So what jocks do you have in your collection that are your favorite jocks or what brands do you guys really love right now? We'll start with Jim. Uh, my favorite at the moment would have to be my... My NICU and my Bulge and Bum. Okay. They've, 
just a really the way it's designed it's a nice fit it cradles <laughs> the package in the front perfectly it lifts the bum and it's also the material they use it's it's a comfortable breathable material very nice and do you wear it to the gym those to the gym and out or do you have specific ones you wear to the gym um the uh the bulge and bum are keep primarily for going out because it's the material is almost like a lacy material so it's not very comfortable for a lot of movement and the niku there's one or two that i don't wear to the gym because the bands tend to cause irritation if you get too sweaty wow, on the legs so, so nice. there are a few that i'll wear to the gym and all the time and there's some that i'll keep for special occasions nice and what about you jonathan what what are your favorite jocks right now uh it's always it's, it's always a, a tough sort of question um but one that i i got recently that i really really like it's it's by home um, and it, they mm-hmm. have like a space, like a space collection. I, I guess it's inspired based off of like the moon and stars and stuff like that. Um, but I got this pink one that it has candy on it. Um, and it oh, has nice. like a picture of like a sort of, it's like a sort of <laughs> like a banana sort of pineapple on it, uh, like at the front where the pouch is. And I just like really liked the color because it's like a sort of like a, a soft pink. Um, but I thought it was also quite fun because of the of the design on it. Um, and that's my favorite one at the moment. Nice. Any others you like? Any? Uh, well, for, primarily for me, I really like the prize collection jock straps that Diesel do every year. Um, they okay. always have a different sort of colorway. Um, and I've, I've gotten it for years um, off Diesel, so I really like that. And then I also really like Calvin Klein's prize collection because they have like a lot of different sort of variety of colors and different sort of materials. And then kind of for the gym, I really like um, Nike's jock straps because they kind of went into that market this year, yeah. um, tailoring towards it. And I think that's uh, it's quite like functional, but also nice because it's more of a sort of sports brand, um, which makes sense with jock straps. But then, of course, you have that sort of sexy feeling of jock straps that Nike are also now doing. Yeah, Nike burst onto the scene and it was the must have. I know. Yeah. It's like, uh, yeah, everyone has it now. <laughs> And then it was only available in Europe, and boys were going crazy here, ordering them from whoever they could find, and we finally got them over here. So that was one of the reverse times where you guys had underwear and we didn't, and it was like, what? We need these jocks. Where are they? Yeah, I suppose it's super weird because you would think, obviously, because Nike's American, they would probably have it there as a test or like as as an entry to see if it will work. But yeah, I guess they went with Europe first, and you know, it's very—I see it everywhere. Everyone seems to have the Nike jock straps, so uh, I'm glad they did it. Well, it's kind of like jockey. Jockey in Europe is a lot more fun, a lot more, you know, creative, yeah, playful. And mm. playful. And over here, it's boring. It's like, oh, please stop! No, we don't need any more boxer briefs. We don't need any more jocks. And our jocks up. Uh, briefs we want some bikinis we want some thongs so but that's a that's a whole different discussion on jockey <laughs> yeah for another time and then uh snatch what about you what what are some of your favorite jockeys right now um well for the sexy time i have my bpu one like that that's mm-hmm. my go-to normally and then my niku pairs like some of my nikus are sheer so it's it's a bit of a sexy time thing, but well, 
for me, I don't really care. I wear it to the gym as well. <laughs> if they see what they see, then they see it. It's not. But yeah, so I, for the gym, the Nico ones, the sheer ones aren't very, like, they don't really support anything. Um, they just they show off more. So it's a bit difficult. If I go to gym, then I'll have to wear a short or something over it. But normally, yeah, when I go to gym, it's other, it's normally my Nikus, then, well, the normal ones they don't have. Well, it's out of normal material. Unfortunately, I don't have a pair of balls and bumps, so I can't really go say anything about that. But yeah, my Niku is my go-to normally. That's why you borrow a pair from someone. Just saying. Oh. If it were the same waist, I would. <laughs> oh, no, you're not the same. Oh, I thought you guys were the same. That's just wrong. I'm sorry. You should. You two should be the same size in chair underwear. I'm just saying. Well, he's bulking up, so hopefully soon. <laughs> so soon enough, that'll happen. And I know many guys out there are jealous because sometimes couples are the same size and get to share. And then sometimes guys are like, I'm not sharing with him because it's mine. Uh, so, you know, it goes that way. But, yeah, no, luckily, luckily, we're not. If we were the same size, we would wear the same. Because then, I mean, then you only need to buy for one person. Well, you can just say <laughs> if I had more a part- sustainable. <laughs> well, if I had a partner, we would just buy the same amount, but just share. And it would be like, OK, you buy this and I'll buy this and then we'll we'll share. But I never a never find a partner into underwear. And B, it's like, OK, I'm a bigger guy. And being tall, it's not easy to find someone with the same waist size. So it's like, uh, but. It's definitely yeah. fun to hear you. Too. And I think, and I think, if we were the same size, I don't think we would have had a closet big enough for all the stuff. So yeah. <laughs> we were in a factory with closet space. <laughs> well, underwear small; it doesn't take up much space. But if you have a big collection, it does. Well, yes. you just have to get creative how you store it. We mentioned on one show a while back that you know someone, some underwear lover out there has. Like this amazing walk-in closet with all their underwear hanging up like a store. And I was like, you know, some guy out there has a closet like this. We're just waiting to get pictures of it. So I'm sure it exists. I just want pictures. I'm like, come on, someone has to have this. Where they love underwear and they have this giant section of their giant closet that's just all underwear. And but I but I digress. We won't we won't get into that. We're supposed to be talking jocks. So what? Oh, I, I know what I was gonna say. I got derailed there. No shock on the podcast. One jock that I think is amazing that I think everyone should try is the cock socks jock. I love that jock. That is one of my favorites of all time. If you get a chance to get one, definitely get it because it's got a super supported pouch. It kind of shows off a little bit because it's cock socks and it's going to take what you have and say, hello, world. Uh, So you will be showing a bulge with those. But it's just amazing the way it fits. I still love, love, love that jock. And then also I like the um, classic bike. You can't go wrong with the classic bike. Yes. Either gem or sexy time just because, you know. Although I did get, I put out a new thing on Instagram and Twitter about which pairs do you wear. And I got told because I did a red classic jock and he told me I it should be white. And I'm like, it can be actually be any color now, but okay. I was not in the mood for a Twitter fight, so I just left it alone. 
I don't think we have. I've never seen classic jocks. See, never. Not, not in South, South Africa. Africa. I don't even think we have the Nike ones. <laughs> See, that's the thing that when I started the blog, that when I talked to people outside of the U.S., we would talk about jocks and, you know, the classic bikes and other brands yeah. that are similar. And it was kind of like we in the U.S. grew up. You're supposed to wear them with sports. Yours, this was before Under Armour came onto the scene. It's like, this is what you wear to play baseball, soccer, whatever. You wear this and you have it. They're just like every guy gets one. But outside the U.S., it wasn't a big thing. People are like, we never wore jocks. We didn't know. So you kind of bring up the point. You guys don't have them in South Africa. And what about you, Jonathan? Do you, growing up or coming of age in Europe, did how were jocks perceived? Was it this is a sports thing or this is more of a sexy thing? For me, um, it was primarily more for sport. Um, because what uh, in my teen years and then as a young adult, um, I did a lot of like athletics, so like cross country, and of course, when you're running like two, three, five kilometers, uh, you want to wear like the minimalist clothing. Um, and I got introduced to jocks from that, obviously for support in running, but also for the like sort of functional part of of going for like a long distance run, and that's kind of how the like my jockstrap journey sort of began in having that perception that it was primarily used for sport and of course like guys in the locker room stuff all also wore jocks so like it was kind of that locker room working out sort of mentality um, and only really when you sort of go into sort of like I guess like gay culture then was the jockstrap kind of introduced to me to be more for that sexy sort of fun time but I, I think I think for a lot of people jocks are kind of introduced for that sexy sort of fun time because it does sort of cover enough but show off a lot and of mm-hmm. course if you if, if you're growing up and you kind of want to have that like freedom and like to sort of show off your best assets I think that's when sort of you know you sort of jump on that bandwagon to to go and get a, a jock strap and of course you know if you're with a group of guys and someone has it there is that interest and sort of fascination with it um, and then of course that's sort of how then I guess the trend sort of starts, but then also it becomes a staple for you to want to buy more and try different materials and, and different brands and stuff like that. But for me, it's really uh, came down to, yeah, the sort of sporting world that introduced me to it. No, it's, I was not. I think if, yeah, I think, sorry. No, I think if jocks were for sports, maybe I would have been an Olympian by now. <laughs> 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 because that would have definitely kept me doing sports. <laughs> So when did you guys in South Africa discover jocks? So if you didn't do it for sports like here, it was sports. And so when did you guys first see jocks and you'd be like, oh, I want one of those? No, like we knew it was for sports because, I mean, we watch American shows. So they always have it on and they're always in the locker rooms with it. And so it it was never that it wasn't for sports. But for, in South Africa, it was never used for sports. So I've... So for us, it was more the guy culture. Like it was, yeah, like I said, it was never for sports. So we were only introduced to it over well over the television. But then it was more later on. It was mostly guy culture where we saw it, um, and that's how we got into it. Yeah, I think growing up, I don't even think you could buy a pair of jocks in South Africa until about ten years ago. 
Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I've, I can't remember going into a sports shop seeing, oh, there's, like, I've never seen it. So it's, yeah. See, because we in the States see South Africa is like, with Johannesburg, like one of the bigger cities in Africa that should have all these things that we have. So it, it kind of, I think, it blows our minds when it's like, what? You can't get all this stuff? Because when we think about it, we don't think that it's like, we forget you're way down at the very bottom of the world. And so it's not easy to get things to you guys. So it's just like, it just blows our mind. Because we think you should have all the stuff we have plus more. But, but yeah. I, 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 said, I, know, like, I think it's, like I said, the last time when we had in the podcast, like we're a very conservative country. So I don't know. I don't think the old the people would have allowed that to become even uh, underwear that you wear for sports, it it does just, I don't think they would have allowed it. So that's why we never had it for sports or stuff wow. like that. That's just amazing and a totally different view that that's kind of blows my mind. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, it's like, to put it into perspective for the American audience, it's like, uh, I was going to purchase two box jock straps online. So my total order comes to say $6. My shipping from the United States to South Africa is forty six dollars. Oh my! Oh my gosh! God! So it's like it's not even worth buying the the jock straps. That's I suck at math. So all you people who love math are calculating the percentage, and it's what six and it's like five times six times the cost of the jock. Oh my god! Yeah. Yeah. That's how. That's how. How how can I say? Um. So you really have to want the jocks. Yeah, you really have to want it to pay that to to get them. Um, I was about to say, you really have to love underwear and really want them to get them in South Africa. Yeah, these companies these companies now that will import the stuff and you can buy it online. But it's then obviously because they imported it and they had to pay all the import tax and they had to get it here, the price doubles for the jocks mm-hmm. episode. It, it's also, like I said, you really have to want it to buy it. And then because they're, they're only import certain sizes and yeah, it, it's difficult because they obviously have to buy according to what most people would buy, the yeah. sizes most people would buy. So if you're on the bigger side as well, you're not going to get a size. Wow. That still just blows my mind. Just I, su- I suppose so because... Because obviously the the price of like importing it, whether you do it directly or with like a wholesaler, is quite expensive. I suppose then you're quite selective on the 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 brands or or the type that you actually then choose to to sort of import because it is quite a like heavy payment to pay for it. So I guess then you're quite selective of what you then choose to buy compared to maybe here where I have much more sort of availability of stuff. Mm-hmm. Same yeah, here. I think. Yeah, I think they would only like they choose the designs that they would like or they would think would sell, and mm-hmm. the the rest you won't get. Wow. It's crazy how it's so like uh, it like limits it like limits the it like limits already what you can get then, especially when it comes to sizing and stuff. Yeah, so uh, but it's it's getting better. Um, like, there's a lot of new d- designers coming out now with um stuff, so it's it's really picking up with local designers that are coming out with underwear and stuff. That's good to hear. 
because we have to keep you boys in thongs and jocks. I'm just saying, it's not fair. We need to. We need to. Everyone has the right to have us. <laughs> have sexy underwear. Come on now. That's just. No, it's uh, like who wants to wear plain black Calvins? It's like okay, okay. some occasions it does call for a plain black Calvin, but otherwise no. <laughs> otherwise yeah. no. You want the choice to wear the black Calvins when you want to not be forced to wear the black Calvins because it's the only thing you have. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the pair every now and then, but, you know, you need some spice. You need some fun. You need a good jock to have fun with, wear under your tights, and, you know, the little with your underwear. Wow. 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 That still blows my mind. It just, wow. So. Moving on with our questions, not that we are going to have to work on South Africa, everyone. Just keep that in <laughs> mind. Jock straps have been around forever, as we know. And in gay culture, they kind of got fetishized in the in the early, like early days of gay culture. Why do you think that gay men in particular love the jock? And it's open to anyone who wants to answer. I think I, I think from my side. Because uh, I was actually saying this to a friend yesterday, because we were talking about jock straps. Actually, it's that obviously it's like a gay man, and like sort of with gay culture, it does show off like the best parts of I, I think I, I guess a man being the front and then the back, and then of course with regards to like gay culture, of course if you're going to get into like any sexual stuff, there's easy access with your ass being available for that let's say action or, or sort of response. And of course, that means that it does like it's good eye candy, but also very practical to sort of drive that. If you are a gay man and you wear a jockstrap, you're like ready for business. If that sort of makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and of course, like with marketing and stuff like we talked about on, on my talk, it's sort of the way it's sort of, I guess, branded that like, you know, a jockstrap is, is, is down for business. And as a man, it shows off everything that you want from another man. True. Any any addition to that? I think that sums it up well. Like it, it, it hides the parts that you want is to be a surprise, and the rest, they just it just shows off. Like you know, it gives gives the gay man that little bit of coyness, so they don't come across as a complete slut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's that's the best way of putting it. I think I think that's enough said. Yeah, definitely on that. Very true. So are there any jock brands that you guys want to try that you haven't tried yet? Are there any out there that either are new brands or classic brands or anything you haven't tried that you want to put in your underwear drawer eventually? Um, I would like to get some, my hand on some Nikes, the Nike okay. jock strap, as well as the cock sock and some JJ Malibus. Oh, yes. Very, very good. Jonathan is is yes on which one JJ Malibu or yes JJ Malibu I've seen it I've I've seen it everywhere uh, I've heard about it I've never had a pair of them myself but I've heard only good reviews um personally one that actually I have uh not ever tried is Andrew Christian um, okay. I know that's I know that's such a like sort of I guess like gay sort of underwear staple. I, I've I've touched them and I and I've seen Andrew Christian underwear. I just I just never really got a love for them, which is why I never actually then bought a, a subsequent pair. But it is something on, on my list of uh, let's say brands to try as well as um I think it's called brand Coyote Jocks. 
coyote yeah. i think that's pronounced uh i've got many messages uh on instagram of people who's like telling me that i should uh, order a pair because they're like the best jocks they've ever had I haven't tried them yet but definitely on my wish list nice i would just one. like all of them one of each like one. <laughs> i would just be in the guinness book of record because i have one of each pair of jock straps ever designed in the world like that would be my dream spoken like a true underwear fan i support that answer definitely you gotta have one of everything you you never know what you're gonna like so you gotta yes, have and it, it and it is difficult like with us especially i i have i think i have a pair of andrew christian underwear but their sizing is like their sizing is different so it's a bit the one that i have is a bit too, too big so well, yeah, if you, you have, have one of each you can see the size you like you know okay this one fits perfect so let's get the sizes right let's get the fit right so yeah one of each is the best and when you buy andrew christian you have to pay attention to which pouch it is because he makes larger pouches and he makes regular pouches and yeah, depending on the one and depending on how much you have to fill out, that the larger pouches may not look right. So you have to really pay attention. Like the Trophy Boy lines are the large pouches. My favorite are the Almost Naked, which has a really good pouch. That's not, not too big, not too small. So you have to keep that in mind when you shop him as well. Just just because that's the way it goes with his. I, I think always because like when you... When you try like a new brand or let's say a new style of it, it's always sort of something you either love or you sort of hate. Because I've heard from that Andrew Christian does yeah have different sort of yeah styles of underwear, and of course when you're mm-hmm. trying it out, it is always like a guessing game whether it will fit right or it will be as you imagine it to be. And I think with underwear, especially when you buy it online, there's always that sense of like like risk, I guess is the right word, of, mm-hmm. of whether it will live up to what you think it will be, or if you got it wrong when you were deciding the the style or, or the sort of fit. But I think that's also what makes it kind of fun because it means you're always willing to sort of try things out and just see if it's, if you love it or hate it, I guess. <laughs> true, true. Yeah, it's fun to get new new underwear, new jocks that you've never worn before because you can either be, like you said, surprised and be like, because when I got the cock socks, it was like, as soon as I slid it on, it was like, where has this been? In all oh your life, goodness. yeah. <laughs> this is just amazing or you get the ones where it's like "Mm, i don't know if this is going to work out so yeah you have to really shop around and see what works and ask people either your friends or online hey what jocks do you like what fits you what's good and i think that's one good thing about the underwear community on social media is if you strike up a conversation they'll tell you what they like and why they like it at least that's been my perception of most everyone online and the present company included because we've had, I think we've all, all of us have had some good conversations on social and off social. So, so if you see a jock guy and you're curious, hit him up and ask him. Most, most, most will say yes, no, this, uh, very few are kind of, you know, that's one thing I like about underwear guys are not stuck up and they'll talk to you even if they are the super hot, guy a lot of them will talk underwear so definitely hit them up dm them i think also because like if you're really into let's say underwear uh if you love something or you are really surprised by the brand or or the style or whatever i feel like it's very 
no, it's not like I don't think it's a like gay culture in a sense, but it's it's very like they're very open about how mm-hmm. impressed they are by it or like how much they sort of love it. And it's not per se to let's say <laughs> to do product placement or to say that like it was sponsored by the brand itself, but that they have that awareness to like say like I tried this, I absolutely loved it, and I think you guys would love it too. And of course, that's sort of like that like insider knowledge into whether someone would actually spend like fifty dollars on on a shipping fee because someone really told them it was a great a great style a great fit and then that sort of like gives you that sense of I guess trust mm-hmm. to actually want to spend it and and order it definitely most definitely and I think underwear guys too will share um, some are real can be real negative but a lot of times they'll share be the constructive is like well I didn't like it because like the pouch is too big or the waistband was too tight or the sizing was off or they're going to detail why they didn't like it not just be like, Oh, I didn't like it, but you know, they'll yeah. share here's why I didn't like it. You may like it because of, I see you wear this and it may fit you better. Or so I think that's one thing too, with a real underwear guy online, it's more about helping each other than, you know, trashing a brand because it didn't fit because not every brand is for everybody. True. It is better than others. And that's just, that's like life. Some things are a good fit and some things aren't. You just got to yeah, figure out. So it depends on the, on the style and the cuts because like I have some jock straps from the same company, yet some of them sit amazing and some of them mm-hmm. after five minutes, you want to actually just cut the straps and, <laughs> and throw it away. So it's also got to do with the, their designs because not all designs, I think, are made to fit every person. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And that's hopefully what we're doing on the podcast, too, is telling you what's good, what's not. I think uh, going through some of the brands we all like in jocks for a show would be good to, to go through which ones we like and which ones we don't like and why. I think that would make a really good show of because we have all types. We have different guys on here who like different things and the important thing is to find someone you sort of, you know, get along with, not get along with, but, you know, kind of match like similar body types, similar likes. And because all you guys post pictures online so you know what your favorites are and what you wear on a normal basis. And I think that's one thing about the podcast that would be helpful, too, is we can come up with a list of jocks we really like and why and then which ones we've tried and didn't like and why. And then you can make your own judgments about what you want to order. So that could be our next show. It's a good idea. Thank you, guys. Oh, made it, me think of a new and show. if it goes well enough, we can maybe get companies to send us some to go out and review. Exactly. We need some. <laughs> we need some in South Africa. Bad stat. Come on. Yeah, get a get a shipment in. We need to airdrop them a shipment. You know, just go in your backyard and we'll fly the plane over and push that out the back and parachute down to you. Because yeah, yeah, we need. You boys need underwear. That's 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 a human right now with good underwear. So we're gonna we're gonna protest now. South Africa needs underwear. Um, so on that note, I guess we'll wrap it up. This was a fun show to do. This is kind of our introductory show because I know it was a little all over the place. But being an introductory show, I wanted to cover a couple of different things in the first show and then then break it down into more. You know, like I said. The favorite jocks, the least favorite uh, activities and jocks and 
there are a ton of topics we can do with jocks and you guys can let us know too what you want to hear uh so yeah this is our first jock show it was great to have all three of you on it was a pleasure getting you three together uh in the meantime tell everyone where they can find you jonathan uh, you can find me over on Instagram um, with the name Just Another Boy Here underscore. Great. And then Snatch, where can they find you? Um, they can find me on Twitter at SnatchJock. Um, and then there's a link tree there to go to my other socials. So go definitely follow him if you're not. And last and not least is Jim. Where can they find you? Uh, Joe, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter. The handle on both platforms is official Jim Jock. Go follow all three of these guys if you're not already, since they've already been on the podcast. You should be following them already. Just saying. Of course, they should be following. <laughs> I mean, three amazing guys all over the world. Come on, what's not to like? Underwear fans, we're bringing the world together in underwear. Come on. So thanks again, guys. Uh, I want to thank everyone for listening. We will have more podcasts for you very soon. I have a ton of podcasts to do and no time to edit them. So that's that's my goal this week is edit, edit, edit. So have a great week, everyone. We'll have a podcast at you very soon. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Good luck. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash unbblog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at unbblog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at unbtim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.